No Things Considered, Channel Q. And just like that, we are back in your ear holes on the all-new Channel Q. That is Allie right there. Lesbian lady. (laughs) That's how my dad refers to me. Which dad? Which dad? The first one. Oh, the first one. Now he's got four fathers, if you're keeping track. Pretty soon, I'm like America. They're going to switch to Roman numerals pretty soon, just to keep track of them all. Uh, My name's Kevin, and uh, that is a gay lady. I'm a straight man. We sit around, talk about some things going on in our lives and the world, and uh, break them down. Of course, you're more than welcome to interact with us. In fact, we double-dog dare you at 833-77-CALL-Q. Also hit us up on the socials at We Are Channel Q, or you can find this show specifically, NTC Show. The NTC stands for No Things Considered, which is about as much time and effort that we put into all of the things we will discuss on the air. Uh, Let's start with this, though, because a lot of people recovering from all of the excitement that was last night's football game. A lot of people, yeah, I know. Or actually, they're probably well-rested because they were sleeping during the game. Well, listen, I've used to always argue the Monday after the Super Bowl should be a government holiday. It should be celebrated. It should be as respected as lots of the other days that we have off after major holidays. Or sometimes you get that Friday after Thanksgiving off. And I always, uh, many people have argued that the Monday after the Super Bowl should be a holiday, especially if, well... I would argue if you have a a city that is playing in the game, I'm not even going to say winning. I like the concept of the winning team also gets an entire day off for everyone who is in their city or can prove that they're a fan by having a tattoo or at least five jerseys of the team or something. Like anybody who's a Patriots fan is probably not at work, I would assume. Well, they win so much that those guys never go to work anyway. What's the point? How <laughs> you know, can you keep a thinking, job? You know how they always talk about the Super Bowl babies and about how they yeah. have people have... I'm like, so does Boston have like a population problem at this point? If they Are they just done making... They're not having Super Bowl sex anymore because they just, they're used to winning and they're just like, not again. Every, every fan of the Patriots has 14 kids now. Yeah. They just keep winning. <laughs> yeah. Like, please, for the love Stop of Christ. Reading. Don't win the game. I can't uh, have more unprotected sex. <laughs> I understand. That's, uh, that's an interesting perspective from a gay lady to think about what us breeders do after our t- just a couple of straight people going, like, yeah. oh, yeah, football. Now let's bone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, if it's the same team over and over again, and why is it only the Super Bowl that people do that? I think it's why because— Why is it not like the, the, the NBA championship? No one does it for that. Well, I think, you know, it's the idea that, first of all, it's one game. Everything else is multiple games. As a result, you know, all the excitement goes into this one exciting game. And usually people are either at a party or they're drinking booze. And, they're, you know, if you're on the West Coast where we are, the game starts at 3 in the afternoon. So when the game's over, it's interesting because you, you potentially you're nice and liquored up. And even though, even though you've probably been eating a, uh, you know, I think the average person puts in like 6,000 calories during the Super Bowl. But you've got like a lot of time left. Like it's only 6, 30, 7 o'clock and you're like, hmm, what, do what, I do? what are we going to yeah. do next? So you just say, all right, let's let's uh, let's have sex. <laughs> you have like an extra 10 minutes that you're going to spend on sex. Yeah. And then you go to bed at 8.30 well, like I did. Although we should point out, not that uh, I want to paint the picture as any less glamorous than it really is, but already today I'm eating leftover cold pizza and Allie was just chomping down some chicken wings that she had left over. I had so, a backpack full of wings and I ate them. Like adults on the day after Halloween <laughs> eating little fun-sized Snickers bars and Skittles all day. Today it's just a bunch of people <laughs> eating half or cold versions of the frozen leftovers. Watch a guy eating guacamole out of a Tupperware container in the hall on the way in today. Yeah. Well, I only had two friends over. Uh, I'm you could have finished that sentence before the word over. Two, I had two friends. I only have two friends. That, that sums okay, it up. Okay, yeah. I had two people over, and they, they had the first time they'd been to my house. I think I overcompensated a little bit. I made a lot of food. 
all of which I now have to eat. But I did get the biggest compliment I think anybody can get at their house. And that was... This doesn't smell like old people? Close. This doesn't smell like eggs? Nope. It doesn't smell like... Lesbians? Patchouli? Uh, no, it definitely smells like lesbians. Yeah, no, I know that much. <laughs> They'd be lying to it. It doesn't smell like... Uh, it doesn't smell... Uh, t- uh, turds? Weed? No. Cats. Ah, it doesn't smell like cats. Yeah, they said your house doesn't even smell like cats. And we have two cats, and I think that's one I, of the I biggest lesbian. compliments. <laughs> uh, that's the same thing. I said lesbian. It doesn't smell like pee. Yeah, lesbians. Oh, they're saying it doesn't smell like cats. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I think that's a great compliment to get if you have pets, especially if you have cats, and to be like, I would have never guessed. I had no idea. I saw that litter box in the corner, but it doesn't smell like cats at all in here. Isn't that a great compliment? I think that's the best one you can receive as a cat owner. I thought your cats like leave for like months at a time and just come back to occasionally no. <laughs> like, use the litter box and they then they go back out into the world again. No, because they started not coming back. Oh, and now we have it. to. Them why don't you take that house. as a like? Why don't you take that as everyone just goes? Oh, these cats are crazy. They don't ever come back. Must be them. But why don't you ever like look inside yourself and say maybe these cats are super smart and decided that they want they want the mystery of the great unknown world rather than what we're offering them here, which is which is food and shelter. yeah companionship and everything they need to survive. And they're still opting for anything else. <laughs> that maybe that's a note you should take. No, 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 no. They are just they're just dumb. That's why they don't come back. Oh, it's because dumb. they wander in. Yeah, it's because mm. Katie's cat like wanders into someone's car engine and can't get out, and then we have to get you know get her out of there or call AAA to get her out and then bring her back in the house, and it just becomes a very annoying experience. So well, we just have to cr- trap them in the house and not let them see the outside world. Maybe um, the dumb people here are not the cats, but the people that go, all right, well, that badge didn't work out. Let's reload on more cats. <laughs> I mean, if this cat really decided, I'm going to sit on a car engine as opposed to <laughs> snuggling with my lesbian overlord. <laughs> and you're like, mm, let's reload. Also, I think the uh, the stereotype that the cat's got the nine lives thing that's got to be rough for a cat to figure that out because they're like, I'll just hang on this car engine, and if it doesn't work out well, that's cool. i still got eight more of these. And then they realize that could be game over. <laughs> that's that's a bad myth that's been circulating. I don't think she's choosing to sit on a car engine over me. Well, she did, though. That's no, a choice she made. No, that's a choice that she got herself into. That's can... just the part of being a cat is you're curious and you get yourself into shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Didn't you miss it's, college when you used to be curious and get into shenanigans? They were so much more fun, weren't they? It was. But it's not because she's choosing to leave me. It's because she's exploring the world, and then she can't take care of herself, so she ends up getting stuck in a storage locker. Now, that's the most adorable excuse I've ever heard for reasons why your animals hate you. She's going to wait for me to die alone in my apartment so she can eat my body. Yeah, she's, just look, she's probably just sitting there the whole time you're eating chicken wings and everything going, good, keep doing it. Just, <laughs> Just keep on putting in. That's going to be delicious. When I eat you yeah. later, oh, it's going to be good. I don't think that my cat snuggles up to me when I sleep. I think she just goes up to me and is like, mm, is she dead yet? Yeah, she's sizing and you I up. start licking her dead body. Right. You, th- you think it's adorable that they're kissing you while you sleep, but really they're just like, ah, oh, damn it, this entree keeps waking up. Just checking for my breathing. Well, I will say this much, and we're not going to spend uh, too much time today talking about uh, the game that people are referring to as the Super Bowl. Bore or the uh, snoozer ball. ball or uh, snoozer a, ball. It had a lot of different variations. It's one of my cat's toys. <laughs> I know it is. <laughs> um, however, I did have an indication as to things turning out the way they did when I received a frantic phone call from Allie about 20 minutes before kickoff because she wanted to uh, get in on some gambling. Yeah, and I made three bets. Well, before we break down what they are, I 
re based on our discussion and based on the way that your brain worked and and of course your history of gambling and being a mush being a cooler i um i think you may have single-handedly <laughs> changed that game for the entire world based on my the, bet the bet you made yeah. and the statement you made on the phone which is <laughs> I don't know a lot, but I know there's going to be a lot of points. It's going to be super high scoring and super exciting. And um, we'll talk about that, uh, exactly how we all did. And actually, did I make the gayest bet of the day uh, when I was uh, actually gambling on the color of a fluid that would be poured on the winning coach? Oh, I thought you were betting on tails. Uh, tails would be the gayest bet of the day. Uh, I'm going to bet on tails, uh, double tails, actually. Double. We'll be back in a moment. This is No Things Considered on the all-new Channel Q. No Things Considered. We'll be right back. Channel Q. No Things Considered. Channel Q. All right, if you thought that uh, the big game last night was a bore, just listen to what we have to say for the next couple of hours, huh? It's not true. We're going to go through all the commercials. No. One by one. We will not do that. No, the robots took all of our jobs anyway when it came to commercials. We've got our own commercials to play you later on today. And uh, people will not be talking about the Channel Q commercials the same way they talk about the Super Bowl commercials. But, (laughs) hey, uh, that's just because they're not cool. They're not in the know. They're not allies of the LGBT plus Q community (laughs) like I am. A little bit later on, we'll get into News or Lose It, break down some of the actual stories people are talking about today. Unfortunately, we don't have the time or the attention span to get to all of them, so we will be listing some headlines, losing some, and then deciding to come back and news some as we kick off the next hour. Um, And also, Allie, once again, has a situation that she's dealing with in her personal life, and it involves people (laughs) that are- Once again, what did she get into now? Once again, she's being uninvited to something, and we will figure out why, (laughs) and is it her fault? Yes. The answer is yes. I already got uninvited. The thing already happened. Well, let me just say- I got invited and then uninvited after some information came out, and I'm upset about it. All right. Well, we'll talk about it, and I'm sure I'm not going to- If you're coming to me for support, you've come to the wrong straight man. I mean, I know, but I I do think it's- I don't know. I I think that you were going to agree with me on this one once I plead my case. Yesterday, I was at the grocery store- um, loading up on things so that I could have food for the big game. And it seems like one of those great excuses to, everyone's got like, I know I have a lot of friends that are in pretty good shape, but every Sunday or one Sunday a month, I'll have a cheat day uh, where they get to have sex with their trainer. Uh, <laughs> no, that's not what they, they, uh, they can eat whatever they want or they have like a it's dessert. It's a male trainer. It's a real cheat. It's like, whoa, you can take this cheat day really seriously. <laughs> but um I think the Super Bowl is one of those days where everyone gives themselves kind of a little bit of a hall pass as far as eating incredibly unhealthy. I love it. Yeah, it's one of my favorite days of gluttony of the year. I put it up there with Thanksgiving, although I like it better because I think the food, I would always pick. It's, I like appetizer food. Love it. Like, I think it's, we've talked about appetizer. Remember yeah. that great idea we had for appetizers yes. instead of dessert, getting rid of desserts altogether. And after you have your entree, you can have more appetizers. After the meal, call them appetizers. It's a multi billion dollar industry. <laughs> but appetizer sampler platter, it's solid choice all Always the time. Good. Always so it's solid. basically you're eating appetizers all day long, which is awesome. The only argument I would make about the sampler platter in general is that usually potato skins. there is. There's a dud. There's one, a spud, <laughs> technically, but a dud. There's one appetizer that kind of hangs on with the group that they're not, no one really wants them there, and they're still kind of there after the fact. And usually, 
It's like three out of four are usually home runs, and one of them is like, ugh, really? Yeah, like the fried zucchini spears. Yeah, and, and you're, you're like, like oh, come on. Stab the chef with these. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and usually you want to be able to double up or something. But the Super Bowl is nice because it's just, you know, if you're doing it right, usually it's it's a lot of different appetizers. And everywhere you look, there's something to dip, there's something with cheese, there's a chicken wing. It's it's the type of eating I like to do, which is you're probably eating, it's probably a lot worse in the sense you're probably eating a lot more calories, but like throughout the entire six hours of that game, and it felt like way longer. I was oh constantly snacking on things, but it was we never. We probably ate so much more. That's just what I'm because saying. There was nothing to do. So much more, and, and I was not glued to the TV at all. So I was getting up and having you know double plates, um, but. I was having conversations with people, like full-on yeah. conversations. Then we looked at the TV like, oh, have we, wait, uh, oh, the first quarter's over. We haven't even watched a second of it. Oh, wait, nothing happened. Let's nothing. just continue with our conversation. <laughs> the score is exactly how it was 30 minutes ago. <laughs> I was at the store before the game began just to load up, made sure I had plenty of cheese. And plenty I was of... too. It was nice to go to the aisles that I never usually go to. Oh, those are my I was I like, ah, chip it, aisle, we're it's, back it's in nice, my life. It was nice to go to the aisles that I always go to, but see the stuff on sale, which is great. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'll load up. Two for, for one on loading tortilla up for rounds. All of the month. But um, ran into a neighbor there, and I had at the time I had nothing in my cart. And the neighbor goes, "Hey, what are you doing for the game today?" The guy was all decked out in Patriots gear, and uh, so the worst type of people. And yeah. I said, uh, "No, nothing. I'm just gonna kind of hang out at home, and uh, you know, I got watching the kids, and you know, the game will kind of be on in the background." And then I proceeded to load up my cart with a ton of food. On the off chance, I decided to either have people over or just because I wanted to eat a ton. And he saw me again at checkout, and I was checking out like six six avocados, 47-pack of beer. Yeah. Like, clearly it looked like Where'd I- Where'd you find a 47-pack? Not invited him. <laughs> well, my math's not great, to be honest. It was 324 Sir, this packs. is 12. <laughs> but I got a call from you right afterwards, and I thought you were trying to decide- I thought your call was one- I thought, one, you were fishing to see if I was having people over because you wanted to come watch the game with, with people. Yeah, but I, I would. I've assumed now you've ingrained the kid excuse on me enough so that I, I don't it, assume that you can do anything or are having any fun. I will so tell I you. Just, right, I'll tell you what I did, and it was not enjoyable. But it was me, my kids, another friend of mine that has two kids, oh, and God. another friend that's got a kid and a pregnant wife, and all these kids are like under three, and it was. It sounds like a horrible it was hor- time. It was horrible. It was. A- that it sounds was- like just a, a kid's birthday party. It was horrible, <laughs> and I tried to do things to, at the risk of getting arrested. Like I tried to put them in a bedroom and close the door and put a, a different show on so they could all be like entertained by their real parent Elmo for a while, so we could all watch <laughs> the game. And that lasted for like twenty minutes before you heard the first scream, and you're like, oh god. So you're just there. There's constant screaming and talking. And fighting in the background constantly, and, oh, and if God. you and if you start to watch anything, it, you know that's when attention is needed. But I got a call from you right before the game, and you said to me, "I don't know about a lot of things, but I do know this: there's going to be a ton of points, and I want to put a lot of money on the over of the game." And I tried to talk you out of it a no, little bit. No, you didn't. Well, I said, "Let's tease it down. Don't put. It's not going to hit 56 points. Everyone thinks it's going to. It's not." Idiots like you think it's going to go really high scoring, but it won't be that high scoring. Yeah, but you convinced me to do it a different way so that the points were lower. Like, they just had to get over 50 points total, and yeah. I was like, okay, well, that that feels like a really good bet then. Yeah, yeah, you were so confident in your bet that right away I immediately went and put a bunch of my money on the under. No, you, you can, did? <laughs> oh, yeah. You did? No, not a bunch of, I mean, I don't have a bunch of money these days, like 30 bucks. But Wait, so, you, so you won based on my bet, based I, on going the opposite? I went the opposite of you on... All of your bets. 
Well, then you were a winner because I lost every single bet that I made. It was literally, I thought that it would be one of the highest score. I just knew it would be high scoring and close. Yeah. And it was the most lowest scoring Super Bowl ever. And you had the Rams and, to win. And I had the Rams to win. Yeah. And I bet at least that they would lose by less than 10 <laughs> points. And they lost by exactly 10 points. So yeah. every single aspect of my bet yeah, was te- the opposite. You teased the Rams to nine. And then the one bet that you could have had that would have been a winner... Was the guy who made the touchdown. Well, Allie, Allie goes, uh, I want to put a bet on this guy to score the first touchdown, but only for the Patriots. And I said, the only odds I have is he's going to score the first touchdown in the entire game, which pays a lot And better. I was like, whoa, too risky. I'm not doing that. And Allie goes, I don't want it. <laughs> and that's the she only goes, one that I would have made money on. You would have probably made uh, a lot of money. I mean, it was like plus $500. So you, you stepped away from the one bet that you would have won, and you kept all the bets that you lost. Uh, it's unfortunate. It's sad. I, listen, I'll tell you what's sad. I was betting on, this is how boring the game was. I was betting on Colors of Gatorade. All the bets I usually make fun of people for doing, I was putting money on Colors of Gatorade. And was, you won the gay bet. You I, won the Color of Gatorade again. Gatorade, bet. not gay. Gatorade. Gay. Gatorade, yes. The color I, of gay that I, they're going to pour win, off. I did win blue Gatorade. I was very excited about it. Look, I've learned a lot from being here at the Channel Q, and I learned that uh, color coordination is key. <laughs> and blue was the ah. one color that matched both jerseys of both teams, of all of the Gatorade colors. That was the only one that matched uh, colors that were in both uniforms. I went with it, and lo and behold, plus $500. Okay, so are you so. buying lunch? Uh, no, no. My lunch is just like your lunch. It's leftover <laughs> leftover appetizers. We'll be back in a moment, but this is the only channel cube. When we get back, we'll uh, break down some possible topics we'll get into uh, for, uh, you know, the uh, news that are losing. And sex on the first date. What does that possibly mean? Is that still a thing? What is that? Does it happen more now than ever before? Is it happening on Valentine's Day guaranteed? All good questions. We'll answer them next here on the all-new Channel Q. No things considered. Channel Q. We'll be right back. No things considered. Channel Q. And that is our cue to start talking, and you hopefully start listening. Channel Q. Check us out. Radio.com app. Available anywhere and everywhere. Unless, of course, you're Amish, in which case you're missing out on great technology for you to check out this station and a variety of other ones anywhere and everywhere you go. From the car, to the office, to the home, etc. The doctor's waiting room. Oh, think of all the places you'll be and why you should have the Radio.com app with you and fully charged so you can check out uh, this show and everything else that Channel Q has to offer. I do feel bad for the Amish community because we could be making fun of them every second and they are not aware of it, and they can't even defend themselves. Well, someone could be uh, converting this uh, conversation into smoke signals, and then they would learn about it that way. <laughs> I believe I'm... Or you got to catch that one random person on Rum Rumspringa. Oh, Rumspringa! Wait Man. a minute, everyone's making fun of us. I love Rumspringa. <laughs> I, I I love the concept of it. It's like a, a prohibition, but I love the name of it more. And I yeah. wonder if there's any way that we could do a non-Amish Rumspringa. <laughs> like, uh, I just think that's a good time. You get out, you experience another culture for a little bit, you cut your... Let's do it now, a rum winter uh, wintera. Uh, no, it doesn't roll off the tongue. Nope, nope. Not nearly as not good. Right. I was going to let you try to pronounce it for the next 10 minutes, though. That would have been fun. <laughs> hey, uh, we're not going to spend the entire show today talking about the uh, big game last night, because obviously, for legal reasons, we can't, but also because we have other things to get to, and more important things, some people would argue, like sex on the first date. Uh, but before we do that... 
in case, you know, Allie's been doing such a good job all season long of bringing us what she believes to be the gayest uh, sports highlights of the week. And uh, it, it, a lot of them usually involve, you know, NFL or professional football action. This is a very depressing day for some people that are fans of football because this is the longest time now that they will have to go uh, between now and an actual another football season. So I guess this would be the final. Is this the final uh, official gayest moments of the uh, of the week? Well, I don't want to say it's the final. I think that it's the final football one, but I think as other sports start ramping up, we could possibly get two gay sports highlights in other sports. All right, well. It's all going to be softball from here on out is what yeah, I'm saying. Good luck trying to make other sports sound gay, but uh, here it is, your your final NFL edition of gayest sports highlights of the week, and these were all pulled from the, uh, the biggest game in all of football, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, let's uh, take a listen. Here are the gayest sports highlights from the week. the gayest sports highlights from this week. I think that was... Can't disagree with that. Yeah, I think that was pre-nipple exposure. Yeah, people were really... People uh, are upset about that. Understandably upset. I I, I don't really know how much time we should spend talking about nipples on this show. Well, I mean, I don't think any more or less than any other show. So, a lot. I think that free the nipple is something that women have been talking about for some time. And the fact that he can, Adam Levine can just walk around, nip, nips out for, for, you know, 15 minutes or whatever it was, and no one's batting an eyelash, I think that's a problem. And Janet Jackson's nipples out and everyone freaks out about it. I don't know if this is going to make me sound uh, homophobic, which I know that's kind of your role on the show. <laughs> I am frankly much more disturbed by the sight of a man's nipple than a woman's nipple. Like if, if, if the idea is this is disturbing or this is indecent, male nipples really kind of freak me out. <laughs> Women nipples, I got no problem. I look at them all day. They sometimes they help all me all day. They help. Le- You're looking <laughs> at them now. I, I, don't actu- know how. I actually do look at them all day, but also they they serve so many purposes. I mean, in addition to you know, uh, given life and everything else, sometimes I'll look outside, I'll see a couple of hard nipples, I'll go, well, it's cold, I should probably bring a jacket. <laughs> I, they help predict the weather. I mean, there's really nothing a woman's nipple cannot do. Yeah. Provides life and weather. And weather updates. Uh, man's nipple does neither of those things. It does absolutely nothing. And you're right, they are weird as a result of that. And But I will say that with Adam Levine specifically, it was hard to tell where his nipples were. Because he has so many tattoos, it's kind of hard to tell what's a nipple and what's not a nipple. So, at first, I was like, I don't even know if he has a shirt off. Does he have a shirt off? Oh, yes, he does. But I don't think I like, I mean, I don't enjoy looking at a man with a shirt off. I don't think that's very, that's not like hard-hitting news or anything. But I, I think that if he can do it, then she should be able to do it. Right, and that's what a lot of people, one of the, you know, look, people were so, unimpressed by the actual game that like a lot of times the big stories to come out of that were non-football related stories and one of them was about nipple equality you know nipple equality is something i've been fighting for for a long time i I am a i am a fan of the female nipple always have been i was (laughs) breastfed as a a baby i loved every minute of it no my mom did not actually um i think i told you this before but she i think did not actually breastfeed me traditionally. She would make formula and pour it on her chest, and I would lick it off. 
Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, it was an authentic experience. That's not true. No, that's not true. <laughs> but it would make for a good story. But um, so as a result, I'm just saying I I am a fan of the nipple. As I said, not the man nipple. I would vote. I would vote right now to ban the man nipple. Forget. Let's let's start right there. Yeah. And then unfree the male nipple. Unfree in prison the male nipple. <laughs> Three layers minimum. That's what I'd, I'd I think. I think men should have to cover up. They should have to wear those little flower petal pasties. You know what's uncomfortable for me? And I think even gay guys would agree. You ever see a man uh, whose nipples are hard under a shirt and uh, they're, and they're, and they're sticking? You've never seen that before? No. Oh, I've seen it. And let me tell you, uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. <laughs> so then they do also predict the weather. No, because sometimes there's no reason. Maybe they're pierced. Maybe there's something else going on there. Maybe it's uh, just a, they have a Audi for a belly button and I'm looking in the wrong region. <laughs> but I'm telling you right now, I have seen men with hard nipples is, uh, as far as I'm concerned, ship them off to Australia. <laughs> So, you know, I'm sure there's many guys, though, that are turned on by hard male nipples. I don't know. I'm telling you right now, I do not know the answer to this. Uh, you're the gay person in the room, so I would have to defer to you. But are you turned on by hard female nipples? No. Oh, I, I am. I, I am. I am. Okay. Big time. <laughs> I am. I am. Big I am. time. Right here. I, see, I Even don't... mannequins sometimes, they put the hard nipples on the mannequin. You ever I know see that? how you feel about mannequins. Well, you think that mannequins are very hot. No, not all of them. They've got Even gotten... the headless ones. I don't, I don't. Don't turn me into Ted Bundy. <laughs> I find the mannequins have gotten more attractive over the years, and I happen to once in a while when I'll be there for the changing of the mannequins, I feel like I somehow hit the jackpot and I shouldn't be looking at it, but I look anyway. That's all I'm saying. But some of the mannequins- It is like the changing of the guards. Everyone's real still. Yeah, they're really still. <laughs> but some of them, sometimes when they, the, the mannequins will come with pre, um, uh, arou- or not aroused, but pre-hard <laughs> nipples, pre-aroused nipples. And I don't understand what the what the what is the point of doing that. I don't think that it's sexy. Good pun to on the word point. <laughs> what is the hard point in doing that? I don't see a girl's nipples coming through her shirt, and I'm like, wow, that's hot. Really? I don't know. How do you not? You're a lesbian. I thought you were a lesbian. Yeah, but that's not that doesn't turn me on. Just because I'm a, like women doesn't mean that I like hard nipples. Not everyone likes those. Oh. I'm more of a butt lady. Oh, you like when, yeah, you have when a hard those butt. are hard. Yeah, <laughs> oh, man, it Fucking must be out. must be really cold right now. Uh, <laughs> I can see your goosebumps. Well, uh, listen, uh, I, I don't uh, know. We I, didn't even get to this. We, we, can, we can agree to disagree on it. Uh, we'll get to it next hour. Lucky for us and lucky for everyone else. Uh, we have no more time to talk about nipples now, but we do have a lot more show to do. So when we get back. We'll give you the possible stories that we'll be tackling in this edition of News It or Lose It, and uh, we will uh, get to the discussion, conversation about first date sex. Uh, so if you're cold right now, uh, why don't you go ahead and send us a picture? No, uh, we'll be back in a moment. This is the all-new Channel Q. No things considered. No things considered. We'll be right back. Channel Q. No things considered. Channel Q. All right. Wake up. Get some avocado on your fingers. You're not alone. We're all in this boat together. Wait a minute. That's not avocado. Oh, my God. Ew. 833-77-CALL-Q. If you want to interact with the show with your voice, you can do it with your fingers as well. Those avocado fingers, as I spoke about moments ago, on the Twitter at We Are Channel Q, or us particularly at NTC Show. Uh, in a moment, we will unveil some headlines. These are all breaking news stories that we may or may not cover or uncover, as the case may be, when we get officially to news it or lose it. So I will... Um, I guess, Ali, you, uh, you've spent a lot of time looking over all of the news, reputable news sources only. We do not deliver the fake news here on Channel Q. And uh, in a moment, uh, we will find out which ones we will kick off the next hour talking about. Also, uh, we will get into um, another 
Allie got uninvited somewhere story, because that seems to be a theme around here. And, uh, so you think that's enough for like a weekly segment? I think it could be. Allie's a, uninvited. A, a, I think it could be a daily segment, <laughs> to be completely honest. It's time now, though, for uh, News It or Lose It on Channel Q. Let's get smart, everyone. Come on. No Things Considered presents News It or Lose It. First headline. Leaving this social media platform is the best decision you'll ever make. Hint, it's not MySpace. Uh, I'm going to say that even though I personally don't necessarily care, <laughs> I think that that is something that is valuable for people to listen to. I say we news that one All and right. we actually talk about it a little bit further. Next headline. New Mexico woman says she keeps getting pea-covered baloney from a stranger. God, I'm fascinated. <laughs> I'm fascinated for so many reasons about that story, but I assume that you're you put that in there thinking I would say lose it. I think we can. I mean, we can news it if you want to news it. I kind of want to news that one. <laughs> I, I need to figure that out. Uh, yeah, let's news that one. Two, okay. two for two on the newses. All right, what thirty-four thousand dollars can buy you at the Louvre? Now you're just making up places. No. I'm going to say lose that one. Okay. Or I mean, I'm I say, sure the answer is half a painting. Let me say lose that one. <laughs> news it or lose it. It's just all the news about the Louvre. <laughs> all the things that affect nobody listening right now. <laughs> all right. Final headline. You're an idiot around the Super Bowl, and now science has proven it. All right. I do agree that there are a, a lot of idiotic people already, yeah, pretty much year-round, but especially in, in the last 24 hours and in the next 24 hours. Uh, I say let's news that one as all well. Right. That's good. Three decent stories. We're going to news them all uh, when we return in a moment right here on the all-new and I would say slightly improved, but we're on the air again, so I don't even know if I can say that honestly. But yeah. in the all-new Channel Q, a show called No Things Considered, uh, once again, when we get back, why you act like or currently acting like an idiot around the Super Bowl, uh, a woman that um, received <laughs> baloney that, uh, uh, well, that had something on it. and uh, that only, On the regular. I don't know why that would not be a recall. That should be a big recall right now. There's some busy recalling hummus and cauliflower let's put a little focus on this piloni stuff call recall and uh also we will figure out what social media platform you should immediately get off of if you want to start living a better life just uh, an example of some of the stories we will get into when uh, news it or lose it pays off next on the all-new channel q no things considered channel q we'll be right back no Things Considered, Channel Q. All right, I know what you're thinking. Boy, I get smarter each and every time I listen to those two talk on Channel Q in the afternoons. <laughs> if that's what you're thinking, you're not smart to begin with. Well, that will change right now when we break down some of the biggest stories that are not being covered by the mainstream media. It's things you should probably know about. We've already eliminated all the riffraff, all the nonsense, all the filler, and we are giving you just the stories that are fit to news. News it or lose it with the actual news it portion starts no now. No Things Considered presents News It or Lose It. All right, let's get to the actual stories now. What do we got, Allie? All right, first and foremost, the Super Bowl ratings were at a 10-year low, but you're not exactly doing so hot yourself if you're sitting around watching the big game. So, some would argue you're hitting your own low, scarfing down queso and gambling like a degenerate. And now there are solid stats and science to back up just how dumb you are around the Super Bowl and how many of us do dumb things on game day. For, for instance, according to this study, the sales of ranch and blue cheese salad dressing, tortilla chips, and deli dips increased by 14, 16, and 20% respectively in the two weeks leading up to the big game. Millions of us watched the game uh, at 20, 
wait. Uh, oh, this is um, the the how super how superstitious we are around the game. So it's like even though we. Uh, oh, sorry, hold on. No, no, you're doing a great job. I know, I'm doing a great job. Let me explain back to the last point you made. Um, I think about doing dumb things. I've never before tried to walk from the grocery store cash register to my car balancing three of the items you just mentioned, which was blue cheese, queso, because I didn't want to buy... Deli dips, tortilla chips. Yeah, it's not that I didn't want to buy the bag. You know, you got to buy bags at the grocery store now. It's that they... I feel bad when I forget my reusable bags, so they I get this judgmental stare of like, oh, you don't care about the environment, and we're going to charge you. And I, so I always just say like, oh no, that's all right. Uh, I'm not going far. But then it, it's me balancing six glass dip containers. Oh, and because salsa. you've opted against the yeah on, the on bag my, on my way to the car, and I look like I look like an idiot. I look like an idiot who's about to have fun, but I look like a complete idiot trying to balance that as I walk to my car on top of your 47 pack of beer. Yeah, of course. Well, that's that's heavy right there. That's my workout for the, for the month. All right, the next stat that I was horribly getting into is the fact that we get very superstitious around these games even though it makes no sense to do so 21% of people that watch this game eat the same food every year 35% wear the same outfit every year and 41% insist on sitting in the same spot while watching the big game on to the degenerate gambling six billion dollars are spent in wagers on the game and uh, 31% of Americans uh, uh, admit to breaking their New Year's resolutions just for the Super Bowl I know at least five people yesterday that were talking about how good they've been with their diet or whatever claim they, whatever thing they were getting into in 2019, and it all came crashing down, which is why I actually believe the Super Bowl in the calendar is in the exact right spot because it's not in January. It's in February. You, everyone who's you've doing gone so, through one month, if right. you've done sober January or you decided this was the month you're going to get yourself into shit, it's a great day because you can gain back all of the weight you lost in literally one afternoon. Yeah. It's beautiful. <laughs> you think about all that hard work, all that waking up early, all that time on the elliptical. All you need is one afternoon, a couple of containers of queso, and you are right back to where you started. Welcome back, 2018. Yeah. I mean, I know my wife was like, we were doing this whole, I'm not really going to drink. It was like a, she wanted to do three weeks of not drinking. And then she was like, except for the Super Bowl. And I was like, I don't think you can just accept. Like, just be like, except for that day. Wait, she's doing sober February? Uh, she, well, it was like, it started two weeks ago. So she just decided this random amount of time. Like, it's gone for the next three weeks, I'm not going to drink. That's not a thing. You can't just do that. Why not? Because then you're just kind of picking. To, you could just she's say she's doing oh. a half and half, half January, half February. Uh, I don't think it works that way. <laughs> I'm just saying. She, it seems like she's trying to manipulate the system. She's not. <laughs> she's like picking her days of not drinking around when she didn't have plans anyway. Well, we're never going to do a dry January because I have a birthday in January, so that's never going to happen. Yeah, but that's the actual thing that shows you have some sort of willpower, self-restraint when you are after you've a, binge drank for the whole <laughs> month of December. Yeah, like that. <laughs> Yeah, I think so. That shows, like, all right, now no matter what happens, no matter what party comes up, no matter what randomly, I I, I had a friend one time that said he was going to go sober, no matter what, for an entire year, okay, an entire year. Was this person an alcoholic? Yes, he was a was raging alcoholic. Government no, sanctioned. No, 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 no. He decided all of 2015. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna touch alcohol and see how it changes my life. You know, it was. He wanted to see if he could do like what the guy in Super Size Me did with eating McDonald's or what Jared Subway did, minus the stuff Jared <laughs> did later in life. But uh, I'm gonna know, put this shot in a in a mason jar and I'm gonna see what happens to it over the next ten years. He wanted to see if he could do it for a year. Well, within the first week of him deciding he was gonna do, do this. 
he got uh, he won a contest at his work where he got he basically won a two week booze cruise. He won a, like a getaway on a booze cruise, and and we and we had a bet by the way that he couldn't do it. That was the other thing. We had money on the line, and he's like, I've never won a thing in my entire life. And then he wins this cruise where they get to go sample all of like the wines of Italy. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, and I said, Well, you can't go on that. There's no way you're going to be able to stay sober on that thing. And if you are, what a waste! You're wasting on the the entire prize. So he asked if he could start it. L- it was typical. He's like, I'm going to start it after the cruise is over and go for a year from then on. And you go, no, it already that doesn't work like that. No, it, yeah. You rules. Can't, yeah. So that's what your wife's trying to do. I'm just saying. She's trying to carve out certain days, and she's carving out Super Bowl to drink. She's carving out your birthday to drink. And then her birthday's coming up at the beginning of March. Yeah, there's always going to be some idiot's birthday. Yeah. <laughs> so it is for you. Every and day. This is happens mil- to be why my, my wife is the next idiot. Have you seen the population? There's a lot of babies born every day. There's always a reason <laughs> to drink, okay? Okay, well, the point being, no matter what your resolution is or no matter what goals you have, Super Bowl Sunday is not included in any of those. And the, Especially the, if your goal is to watch an entertaining game. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm going to watch better TV. Um, but this is all to say that... The, of the millions of people that watch this game and spending money on the game and spending money on food on the game, only 30% Ford Center, only, Jesus, only 30 Whoa, for, pull that clip. Uh, Did you have a stroke? Why didn't we have today off? Okay, 34% of Americans actually look forward to the game itself. So less than half of the people that actually watch the game want to watch the game. Oh, you may have CTE like the players get. <sighs> Did you ever play tackle football? <laughs> Uh, Were you a nose guard on the Chicago Bears? Only in the bedroom. Okay. All right. Well, you should look into that head. I'm just saying. I don't know. All right. uh, And uh, we move on. Yes. your next story. That's only one story. That was one story. You should have lost it. Do you want more of me talking? Here we go. Where's the next news? Usually you have more uh, than one second of actual downtime. You're spending it on your phone. You're spending on social media, right? You take a second, check at your notifications, uh, look at a baby pic, see someone, you know, make a fool of themselves with a hot water challenge, whatever it is. This is making you sad inside. And apparently, and this is backed by Stanford and NYU, leaving Facebook in particular will do wonders for your emotional well-being, and it's proven to actually make you happier. But this happiness comes at a price. You will be happier, and you'll likely get off of other social media platforms too, but you will be less informed on the world at large. So if you don't mind being ill-informed about the goings-on of the world, but being happier then get off of Facebook. Listen, that's part of the reason we're here every day doing News It or Lose It in the middle of the show because it allows you to drop out of any social media that you no longer want to waste your time on and you can still be informed on everything going on that you should or uh, do care about right here. So You I, can tell people, I heard this on the radio. I heard some rambling buffoon uh, try to give me a stat <laughs> on the radio. So I, Did I, you know that 30 percent percent What did you get to read that on Facebook? Or did you, <laughs> no, I heard a, heard a woman have a seizure on the Am air. Am I happier? Listen, here's the thing. Uh, I've, you know, seen this many times. And and it's, once again, it's science contradicting science. Because the first thing it says is every time you see a like or you get a notification, it it releases the same thing of your brain as doing crack cocaine, right? The dopamine. You get that same, the same reward center that you get when, if you're a gambler, you, you, you know, you know you're about to score big when you're a, a drug addict. It, it is the same sort of happiness center. So I would argue then by that rationale, you're actually getting happier when you're online and you're getting all these little hearts and et cetera, right? Yeah, but also there's stress that comes with that because yes. you're not always getting the hearts. So if you're getting the notifications, well, that gives is. you a little- You're yeah. not getting hearts? 
Okay. We're all getting hearts. I'm, I'm getting a few hearts, oh, Kevin. I'm just saying that when you're looking at it, yes, it might make you happy for a split second, but it's also a stressor. Yeah. And it could also make you check, oh, did I get enough hearts or did I get enough likes on this or mm-hmm. enough crying emojis? So if you immediately delete Facebook, which I know people have been uh, trying to get you to do for a while, all of a sudden you got to give it some time, but your life will get better. I've heard the same theory for a variety of other things as well. Um, someone told me if I didn't spend as much time on you porn, I'd have a better marriage. Well, oh. One of these days, I will put that to the test. Today, <laughs> Spend will not... more time with your children is t- supposed to make t- you happier, Today Kevin, will or? not be that day. No. <laughs> and finally, in News It or Lose It. Okay. Sharisha Morrison is being visited around the regular by an unknown man that has been dropping off bologna sandwiches covered in urine on her doorstep. He has been repeatedly delivering a deli meat mystery to her home in Albuquerque. He will, quote, just walk up and drop it on the little doorknob right there and walk away. He just sets it down a couple slices of bologna, a couple slices of bread. And she thought, hey, this guy's just being a good Samaritan. He thinks that I just need a good lunch or something. And then she opens up the bag and it Mm. smells like urine. That could be bologna. Bologna and urine do have very similar smells. I don't know if you've ever noticed that. But there are certain times when you go. My bologna has a first name. It's (laughs) P-E-E. That's beautiful. Who knew we were going to cover spelling on today's show? We'll be back in a moment with this No Things Considered on the all-new Channel Q. No Things Considered. We'll be right back. Channel Q. No Things Considered. Channel Q. Channel Q, that is the station. No Things Considered is the show. That is Allie right there, lesbian lady. Kevin right here, straight man. Sometimes we trade roles. Keep it interesting. Kind of like a Freaky Friday sort of thing. Oh, living life of a straight man. Sign me up. Well, you've got the outfit for it. I could be in your shoes. Oh, wait, those are cute shoes. <laughs> those are combat boots, and you're already in them. <laughs> uh, you can hit us up for a lot of reasons on the phones at 833-77-CALL-Q. It's a new phone number for those of you that are still trying to get a hold of us at the old number. I believe you are currently calling a uh, old phone sex line. So good luck with that and enjoy the nine ninety nine uh, minute rate. I don't know if you know if that seems like a high rate for phone sex, but ninety nine dollars sure. a minute. Nine, yeah, that seems high. Nine hundred ninety nine. I do think they should bring that back. Like I, I think that everyone does it online now, obviously, but I think that there is something to be said for a little phone sex. Well, what did we listen? What did we learn uh, in, in one of our long meetings last week is that audio entertainment is up, up, up. People are loving being, um, you know. They like ju- to listen. Not just the radio.com or, you know, people with the smart speaker. And by the way, if you have a smart speaker at home, uh, even if it's uh, not that smart, like I had a speaker that went to a community college, but whatever, I still call it smart. Uh, you can uh, listen to this station by just yelling at it. What do you say? You say uh, Alexa or whoever. Go gay. Go <laughs> Play the gayest thing possible, and then they'll play Channel Q. You know, you just say- Could be us or Barry Manilow. (laughs) You just say, play Channel Q on Radio.com, and it'll open right up and start playing. Just like that. Even if you have a thick accent, they'll figure it out. So uh, you play a Channel Q on Radio.com, and there we are now keeping you company in your kitchen where you probably didn't want us to begin with. Uh, Anyway, you can uh, join us on the phones at 833-77-CALL-Q. That's the number to get in touch with the show on the socials at NTC Show for us. Give us a follow. And you can also, of course, check out the station at We Are Channel Q. Sex on the first date. Now, for for a lot of my life, that was always the goal. However, (laughs) the reality was kind of a game of let's just do two things that count as dates so we can finally get to the third date, also known as the sex date. I don't know if it worked the same way in the lesbian community, but I feel like that three date sort of three date before sex thing was almost... 
an unwritten rule in a lot of the relationships I was in from pretty much the year 1998 to 2007 or 8, whenever I met my wife. Yeah. So before that, it was like you wait three days to before you can call the person for the second date even, right? There's like a three-day, you wait three days before you call the person to make up a, another date. Yeah, but that was kind of, I think that rule was before texting. But that was really before. That was when you actually just sat by the phone and waited for the person you're dating to call you. Right, right. Nothing sadder than finishing up a ramen by the phone, waiting for it to ring. So hope, hope for <laughs> so, it. So, Jerry, hello? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm free. <laughs> so then it moved on from that to the three-date rule. And then now we've gotten to this point where... Everything is about immediate gratification. You don't have to wait for shows anymore, so why should you have to wait for a date or wait to have sex on a date? And as a result of that, they just did another study and realized that over 50% of the population has no problem having sex on the first date now. I don't Male know if this is, or female. Well, the, the, the numbers differ slightly between men and women. Uh, 100% of men are fine <laughs> having sex on the first date. I'm all right with it, I guess. I'll I'll do it, fine. No, you know, I'll take one for the team. Less, way less than that, Kevin. I don't buy it. Sixty-four percent of males are all for the idea of ditching the three-date rule, and will go to bed on the first date. I, Only fifty versus fifty percent of American women said that they would quote put out on the first date. Now, let me ask you this: fifty percent already seems like a much higher number than. I would have expected, and I think a much higher number than you would have seen in similar research that was taken 10, 15, 20 years ago. Right. Okay. But because of the Tinder culture, it's not just about, like, people are now honest about the fact that I don't want a relationship because it's actually just going to be easier if we do a Tinder hookup. So now people are fine having relations on the first date. Our great-grandparents, great-great-grandparents probably had sex on the first date, got pregnant, got typhoid. They had sex on the first wedding. Yeah, and then died, like, at the age of 26. (laughs) That was kind of the standard life cycle. Yeah. But this is an interesting thing because what it's doing is taking a stigma that always existed, right? The stigma was always, if I put out, and I heard this a lot of times, maybe this isn't even the way anymore. It's been too long. I have remained faithful to my wife, so I don't know what goes on in the bedroom anymore between strange people. But it used to be, I have never done this before, or it So you lie. Right, lie, or you would say something along the lines of, I really want to do this right now, but we shouldn't. And then I, of course, have to go, oh, yeah, that's what I was thinking, too, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was thinking, too. More sashimi? Um, (laughs) What else? You're saying what I'm thinking right now. If if we go to a late-night snack, does that count as day two? uh, (laughs) I don't know a lot. I mean, I obviously don't really know either because I've been in a relationship for the past nine-plus years. But I do know a lot of single women. Like, a lot of my female friends are single, and a lot of them do hook up on the first date. And they have no problem or shame around that and it's like oh yeah we went out oh yeah we hooked up Uh, I might hook up with them again I don't know we'll see and it's like it either lasts for a little while or it doesn't but there's no like I don't think there's any kind of oh I no no we did it on the first date there's no like reservations about that anymore no stigma And, and, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that other if other people are doing it as well you know you hear your whole life you know would you if 
what's the expression people use? I guess I shouldn't probably use it, but Tommy jumped jumped off a bridge. Are you going to jump <laughs> off a bridge or whatever your parents say I don't to know you, if right? We should use, yeah. Well, okay. Whatever the expression was. I'm trying to remember, you know. Why would that be the first one? That's the one I remember hearing growing up a lot. Regardless, the point is this. If, if Stacy has sex on the first date, are you going to have sex on the first date? And the and, answer is yes. And the answer is yeah, because everyone else in the group of friends is as well. So all of a sudden, it doesn't become, you know, my feeling about sex is the same as I feel about, you know, weed, drinking, everything else, which is if you can be responsible with it. I mean, I don't mean responsible in the boring sort of way, like, you know, just have a have a sip of wine and call it a day because it doesn't go well with your medication. Oh, so I'm God. not talking about that. I'm talking responsible in that you're not getting hammered and driving home and you're not, you know, uh, uh, you know, big difference between getting high on a little bit of weed and deciding, ah, whatever, I've never done, uh, never done oxy before. I'm going to sit down and take as much oxy as I can before my heart. I'm not talking, I'm saying like, there are fun vices that are out there and anything, if you have the ability, and some people just don't have that ability, I guess, but if you have the ability to, uh, you know, enjoy them in a responsible sort of way, they may they make life more fun sometimes. They yeah. make life more interesting, and 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 they can lead to some good stories. And like a guy like me that has a gambling problem, like I have, I probably should not ever go to Vegas or a place where gambling is legal. I probably should not have a Wi-Fi access so that I can bet through a bank of Singapore like I did yesterday during the game. <laughs> is that uh, where my money went? Well, <laughs> they are, let's, let's just say that Singapore's having a great day today. <laughs> As as Ali poor, it's uh, it's just poorer. I am poor. So so yeah, no, I agree, and I think that especially with sex now, that it's like it's something that people are not ashamed to enjoy anymore. I think at first it was like, oh no, like you know, if you have sex with a bunch of people, you're considered a slut. Now they're getting rid of that. The the S word is no longer, and it's about being sex positive. Yeah. Now just because I that just means that I like sex. It doesn't mean that I'm a lower person for liking sex or whatever. So if you do that on a like like you said, if as long as you're doing it responsibly. Well, that being said, I think that STDs are on the rise, and oh, many yeah. people are not doing Big it time. super responsibly. But I think eventually it'll just reach that point where everyone has one, and then we'll be like, "All right, guys, even playing field once again." I um, I don't have a lot of regrets. I mean, yeah, sure, I do. You know, today alone. But one of the things I wish I had done more of was sex. Uh, <laughs> was sex. <laughs> wish I had done more sex. Uh, you know, everyone's got their own unique. I don't ballroom dance on the regular. In fact, I don't think I ever have. But if I was a ballroom, if I thought that was fun, if ballroom dancing was as much fun as sex, I would want to know at the end of my life, man, I ballroom dance with some of the best. Some of the worst, but some of the best also. And I think Are that, you talking about gay sex now? I'm so confused now that you're talking about that's ballroom right. dancing. I'm talking about gay sex. I'm just saying, but, but it's one of the things that I look back on and go, you know, if you think about it right now, 50% of the population says first date sex, no problem. Why not? If we get... You know, you go out with someone, meet him for coffee, you don't get along, that's the end of the day. But if you get along, you're like, maybe this goes somewhere, maybe it doesn't, but let's not let's not let's not dangle the sex like a carrot. You know, I like it too, so let's have fun. Even even bad sex, Allie, you get a good story out of it usually. Exactly. Right? I, I mean I look over my life and I I've never I can never say that I regretted having sex with somebody, male or female. What about the time you got the herpes though? Okay, well yeah, that one I no I, I, No Things Considered. Channel Q. We'll be right back. No Things Considered, Channel Q. You're in the right place at the right time. Of course, if you're looking for these voices on the all-new Channel Q, 
No Things Considered. That is the show. Thanks for hanging out with us. Learn some things. Live, laugh, love. Sex. Do it. And sex. Uh, That's Allie right there. Kevin right here. You are you. 833-77-CALL-Q. Phones. You can also hit us up on the socials at NTC Show. Find Allie personally at your Allie Johnson, myself at the Kevin Klein. And we will talk about a variety of things tomorrow, of course, the return of Just the Tip Tuesdays. Wednesday, we'll get into your uh, gay MA. So if you've got some questions you'd like us to get into the gay MA, questions that I am asking Allie about her lesbian lifestyle, she then turns the tables on me, asks me questions about what it's like, how hard it is to be a straight white man in today's society. Mm. We'll get into all of that uh, on Wednesday, and then um, the show continues from there. Uh, Allie, what happened this time? I mean, I feel yeah. bad because, as I said, this seems to be a bit of a theme. I don't know at what point it's going to damage your your self-esteem um, or oh, it already it's has. Oh, way too late for that, yeah. Um, the fact that I, I mean, I've been uninvited to things before or just not invited to begin with, but getting uninvited to a six-person board game night on a Friday night yeah. is pretty bad. Wait, now, let me ask, when you, most of your life up until this point, you have been not invited, being not invited can sting, but Put it being, this way, I'm not one of those people who's like, oh my God, I've, I have another wedding I have to go to. No, I know. <laughs> I, I remember that you've been to more weddings, true or false, as employees. Oh yeah, you, way more. Right. Way more. As yeah. a caterer or a- But those weddings were great because they were really, really expensive weddings, the ones that I was working Right, but you were working at them. Yeah, I know, but it was still really fun. You get to eat the food. Yeah, that, and, just in the stock area. Yeah, and you in get the to uh, and you get paid. And I get paid for it. So you know so, what? I actually think you may have found the loophole to making weddings fun is just work at them. <laughs> yeah, but and I get to wear the same tuxedo to every one of them. Same as the groom. Yep. <laughs> Very confusing. I was like, hey, they put me on top of the cake again. <laughs> Quiet down, caterer. No, but this one was just a few friends hanging out on a Friday night, playing code names or whatever. Just they do like a regular board game night every yeah, it's month. Game night. It's like the like the movie Game Night, except without except the... lamer. Yeah, yeah. So, just like for the you know six to eight people or whatever. So, so you get invited. My friend invites me. And he said, hey, by the way, we're having a board game night tonight. Do you and Katie want to come? You're more than welcome to. Have you ever been invited before? Yes, I went once before. Okay, because I was going to say, if you had never been invited before, don't take it too personally. No. But now that you've been there before and you've been uninvited, that means that there must have been a discussion no, about but it was the... they didn't want you there. No. It wasn't about me not be No, they didn't have a discussion. There was a reason that I was uninvited, and I disagree with the reason. So... I said, if it's I, homophobic, I, I swear I will, I will boycott their I'm game night. I'm sorry, I hate gays. I thought we told you. I um, at least that's something you could. I mean, not that you could understand, but at least you could say, all right, well, it's not about me personally. There's nothing I can do to change. Right, that. it's not my personality yeah. or my smell. I'm sorry, we hate your personality. That's a that's a hard, that's a harsh <laughs> thing to take. We talk, we spoke about it. And I'll tell you, the one thing that ruins Uno all is right. your personality. Now back to risk. <laughs> okay, so. I talked to Kate. I said, do you want to go to this board game night? And she was like, yeah, that sounds like fun. Let's go. It's better than sitting at home doing nothing. I, I was like, okay, disagree awesome. disagree strongly, by the way. I was on the fence about it, honestly. I wasn't really excited, but I was like, fine. You know, she wants to go, and I was on the fence. Let's go. If someone so, said to me, your options on Friday include sit at home and do nothing or go to game night, board game night, I'd say... 100% sit at home and do nothing. And this was like a 30-minute drive, minimum. Oh, my. Oh. <laughs> so I decided, okay, well, we're going to go. Go, collect $200. I tell, I tell her, or I tell, I tell the guy that invited me, I said, yeah, we're in. And then he says, you both are um, 
all healthy though, right? And I was like, well, he was like, I just want to make sure, I know you mentioned that you were sick and I just wanted to make sure you guys aren't contagious or anything. And I said, well, I mean, I'm on the end of a sickness. I still have like a stuffy nose and my wife has like a little bit of a cough, but we're at the end of it. I don't think we're contagious, mm. but honestly, I've not, I haven't been to a doctor. So then he said, I see. Well, then maybe it's better if you sit this one out. Oh, boy. And he uninvited me to the game night because we were not well enough to be around. Mind you, he wasn't the one hosting it. He was the one who invited me, but it wasn't his house. Yeah, but that's exactly why. Because if he brings the two sick lesbians and they ruin (laughs) Pictionary, then that is game over. So you think he was just saving his own ass by doing that? I, I, I don't think... Listen, you know me... If I thought there was even an inkling of a chance that there was a different reason and they didn't want you there because of a combination of things like your personality or your musical theater background, okay. I would be the first to say that. Uh, I right am now. very useful in a board game night with musical theater background, okay? I'm the one niche you, trivia that no one the, else knows about. You bring the board part, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Ali puts the boar in board game. But he was, it was like right one right after the other. He invited us, I said yes, then he asked about my health, and then uninvited me. It was like not like there was any deliberation involved. He was obviously nervous about, and he can be kind of a germaphobe, but I think that's just kind of a douchey thing to do. To well, invite someone and then say, yes, we can come, and then say, actually, never mind, we're good. You're all touching the same die and and I don't know how many games you play in this exhilarating board night, but it seems like you're touching a lot of the same things. You're in very close proximity. So I could understand the concern of germs, especially this time of year when it seems like a lot of people are sick and you were definitely sick and sounded sick for a, a good part of last week yeah, as well. Yeah, but I still sounded sick, but I'm st- I, I, you're not contagious anymore at that point for the most part. I mean, I can't say every time I have a cold, I go to the doctor because I don't. I'm well, like, this is going to go away. I'm sorry I don't have like a report saying that I'm contagious or not contagious. I just think that unless you have kids, this guy, none, no one has children. No, it's it's not like there's babies around. I can't believe no one has children and game night's the best thing you can come up with. That seems like a <laughs> night that was come up with four people with children. Just no a ch- bunch of people in committed relationships with no children. Oh, you should have been in Vegas. should have been anywhere on the game night. <laughs> this is like the last ditch ever. This is like what you, that's like what you do when you have nothing left. I remember... That was my parent. Like, I I don't have a lot of memories of my parents doing social things, but I do remember that they would like every once in a while they'd be like, "When uh, tonight when you go up to your room for the night, you stay up there because we're playing Trivial Pursuit in the kitchen," <laughs> and they would bring like a couple of other boring couples over, and I'd like hear them be like, "Oh, it's yeah, history um, pie, Spanish Revolution." <laughs> And then I'd be like, oh, God. I'd so it actually helped put me to sleep listening to that, to be honest. Yeah, but I, so Katie's very upset. She felt really offended. She was really, I guess, excited about this game night. And now she was like, now she has a chip on her shoulder and she's mad at this guy. And my, I was kind of on the fence being like, well, you know, I get what he's saying. I get that he doesn't want us there if we're sick. But I also thought it was kind of douchey to invite somebody and then ask s- several follow-up questions about the state of their health and then uninvite them from the game night. I just can't believe this is the first time ever where it's been reversed. Usually someone would have plans to do a game night, couldn't wait to hopefully get a sniffle or a cough so they could be like, I'm sorry, I would love to make it, but I am sick. And, this and is we're the, like dragging ourselves. This is the first time where it's been there. reversed. We have sick people that are actually sick that, Dying w- to go that to want to night. go to game night when you could so easily do anything you could do in that dumb setting. I know you like to get social and meet other people, et cetera, but 
if he's the guy, and I feel this way regardless of germs, if you're a person that's bringing outsiders into a new group of friends, so like let's say it's his work people and he's bringing you as a friend, and they change the dynamic. Yesterday, for instance, I was watching the Super Bowl. Two other couples, new kids, same situation I'm in, and that was it. At the last second, my wife starts saying, oh, she's getting texts from people. They're like, what are you doing? She's like, oh, my husband's just having some people over. And they're asking, can, I, can they come? And I said, no, I don't want, I don't want to do a part. I don't want to have people here. I don't feel like entertaining. I just want people that can just sit and, and watch the game and not talk to anyone. But once you start bringing outsiders and worlds collide and the, the situation gets messy. Okay. You are the messy, snotty lesbians. And usually that sounds like a fun addition to any party. I would say, regardless, lesbians, sick or otherwise, are a good addition to any party. And I would say in your situation, if you're going to have people at your house and you have two kids, I, like if I was going to go to your house, I wouldn't go to your house unless I was 100% healthy because I know me being sick and going there is a very bad thing for you and your life because the whole sick cycle will start all over Starts again. Starts all over again. Never so ends. So I, I would make sure that I was completely healthy before I did that. Going to work... I will go to work sick. I know I'm going to be around people and then maybe be spreading my contagion all over, but I have to go to work. It's something that I, I, I don't feel comfortable taking off an entire week just because I'm sick. Going to a board game night with a bunch of adults that don't have children, I would imagine is like, okay, like, okay, maybe don't hug me, don't shake my hand, but we're, I'm going to just- I'm gonna, tongue kiss yeah. during the game. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that, would make that, that would actually make game night a lot more fun. I think we finally solved game night. Spin the sorry. More tongue kisses. Uh, um, yeah, but I, that's not a situation where I feel super worried about going over there a little bit under the weather. Listen, he made it such a big, I think he made it a much bigger deal than it needed to be. It was a severe overreaction. So your theory, would you rather the reality that, he would you rather he calls you up today and says, hey, we weren't concerned about you being sick. We just don't like you. Or would you rather continue to believe what I do believe in this case is the reality? He didn't want to be the person that brought the people or one person coughed or you you or your wife sniffled or anything. And then someone else got sick. They would be like, ah, damn you, Joel. You brought the sick lesbians and now we're all sick. I mean, I don't think that he would have invited me if he hated me. That's my thing, is I think he wanted me there in the first place, otherwise could, he wouldn't have invited me. Could, could have been one of those invites that was not a real invite. I do that. You've done that before. I feel like every board game in night invite is a real invite. Mm, I don't know. I think that maybe he was like, yeah, we haven't done anything in a while. I feel obligated to invite them. Let's, inv- let's invite them to something they'll know they'll say no to. And also, <laughs> best part is they're sick, so they can't even accept it. And, and then, then we're like, we'll come. And then we're like, I want to. I'll I'll cough twice for yes. (laughs) He's like, forget it. All right, we'll be back in a moment. Wrap up the show. Uh, This is the uh, all-new Channel Q. No Things Considered returns and wraps things up after this. No Things Considered. We'll be right back. Channel Q. No Things Considered. Channel Q. (laughs) So sad. We were talking about your story about getting uninvited to game night. Still, I know. Very sad. Oh, uh, yeah. Someone in, should write a sad song about that. I'll have to put in some fitting music for all that. Well, <laughs> thanks for hanging out with us today on the all-new Channel Q. No things considered. Uh, tomorrow, just a tip Tuesday. I think we're going to talk about uh, Valentine's Day and some things you should be aware of, especially if you plan on being one of the uh, large amount of people that are going to be getting engaged next week. Some things you should probably think about before you uh, get down on a knee. 
cubic zirconium. That is the first thing. And uh, no, there's uh, actual uh, Just the Tip Tuesdays. We'll break that down tomorrow, uh, plus some other stuff that's going on in our lives. So thank you for continuing to support the show and support the station. Radio.com is the app. Listen from the car into the house, into the office. Then you can, of course, immediately yell at your smart speaker. Say, hey. Channel Q. Radio.com. Play it. And then when it says, set your alarm for 10 minutes, you go, no, dummy. I said, channel Q, radio.com. Would you like me to come out to your family? Oh, <laughs> man, you got to be careful. Anyway, thanks for your support and everything. We'll be back again tomorrow. Uh, same gay time, same gay channel, right here on channel Q. Until then, we say bye. Curious.